Hey everyone, this is another prep votional, a quick episode in my truck on the way to work. Hey, on this episode, I want to talk about what does preparedness cost? You know, when we think about things that cost, we usually think about money, finances. I mean, that's what we, it just comes to mind, but really everything has a cost to it. So when we talk about preparedness, a lot of the times you'll hear, well, I know that I have linked to articles on Prepper website and I've even had podcast episodes where I've talked about, you know, how you can prep on the cheap. But one of the things that I want to talk about in this one is I do want to touch on money a little bit, but preparedness, you know, what, what does it cost? A lot of the times it's time and effort that we need to put into it. And if you're not focused on which or what time and effort needs to go in to it, and I'm I'm sorry, guys, I'm like I'm trying to focus on people that need to weave in and out of traffic, and at the same time, uh, what I'm saying here, and it's not I don't feel like I'm making sense. And so normally, probably I would start uh, again, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to keep going here. So, what does preparedness cost? Preparedness costs time and effort. And I just want to give a little bit of an example uh, of that. One of the things that uh, I realized probably if, probably about six years ago, I was going to um, I was going to the store to buy another lawnmower because the lawnmower that I have completely died. And it was it was time to get a new one. And I really I didn't treat the other one kindly, you know. So it was like it just died on me. Got rid of it, and I was going to buy a new one. And so I was pulling out. I had my eyes on on a lawnmower at Home Depot. I was ready to go. Uh, I was in the truck. I had pulled out, and when I pulled out, I saw some guys cutting the neighbor's yard. And you know, the thought came to me. I'm like, why don't I ask these people? what it would cost to cut my yard. Now, um, I I like cutting the yard, I like going out there, but it does take some time and effort, right? Um, you're out there, if you wanna do it right, if you wanna edge it, I mean, there's some people that I know, uh, I guess they didn't own an edger or whatever for the longest time, but uh, you know, people who cut their grass and it's like the edges run over and I'm like, Man, that just doesn't look good. And so it would always bug me. And so if you're going to do it right and you're going to get out there, and I don't have a very big yard, but it still takes a little bit of time. Not only that, it takes place in my garage. I don't have a shed, so in the backyard I have a pool. And not because I can purchase a pool or I can afford a pool. The last business that my dad had as an entrepreneur was a, uh, before he retired, was a pool business. And he didn't have a very big backyard. And so he, you know, he was one of those pool guys that did it right. And so all the pool uh, contractors loved him. So he called in a lot of favors and built us a pool for just very, very cheap. So anyway, so we have a pool because of that. And uh, I don't have a very big backyard in the back. So I'm like, okay, it can't cost that much money to cut my yard. So I turned around, I didn't go to Home Depot, I turned around and I asked, uh, there was a couple of actually guys in the neighborhood that were cutting grass and I, and I said, hey, can you give me a quote on what you would charge to cut my grass? One guy, I mean, there's people that gave me all different kinds of prices, but one guy 
said $15. And I'm like, $15? I mean, oh my gosh. So I think about all the time that in the effort that I spend right now where, you know, getting ready for the podcast on Saturday mornings or preparing things for church and, um, you know, the things that I have going on that, that, man, I saved a lot of time not having to cut the grass. And so it, it's well worth it to spend that $15, not only for my time and effort, but for the, the space that it saves me for not having to have uh, the lawnmower and the edger and uh, the blower, although I do have an edger and I do have a blower. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like having uh, quick access to all of those things, it just really saved me a lot of time and effort. When it comes to preparedness, we really need to put that time and effort in though. There's no there's no shortcuts. There's no, I mean, you can purchase things and you can purchase some consulting, I guess. There's people that still do that. I mean, back when I started Prepper Website, I know a lot of people were doing that. There's people that do consulting and things like that, but even with hiring a consultant, you're still going to need to put in time and effort because the consultant doesn't know your specific needs. I mean, they can do a needs assessment, they can do all those kinds of things, but there are still going to be things that you need to do. And it's not the sexy stuff. I mean, it's sexy to go buy a firearm, it's sexy to go buy a lot of uh, gear and, and, and things like that. But the things that really pay off for you in, in the long run when it comes to preparedness are going to be, you know, sitting down, putting some time and effort into making those plans, thinking about, hey, your food storage, you know, thinking about putting together an emergency binder. Uh, you know, there's things that you might purchase. Uh, for instance, you might put a little bit of time and effort into building a fire and at the very beginning of prepper website you know when i think back about all the articles that we linked to a lot of it had to do with wilderness survival because there was kind of that blending where preparedness was survival and it still is in a way but that was a lot of the 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 focus on back then and so you would have articles on building a fire and the different types of fires that you know you you can build and and posting videos and i still think that's important i still think building a fire knowing how to build a fire is a very important skill but if i was talking to someone who was brand new into preparedness i wouldn't start out with hey you got to learn how to build a fire now don't get me wrong don't send me nasty email you know or or send it to i don't care at prepperwebsite.com uh, you know so you can you can send your email there but I'm, I'm saying the things that are the more important things that you need to put time and effort into are not the sexy things or the things that are going to have a bigger payoff though so building that uh, emergency fund building that food storage pantry uh, building an emergency binder putting that together making copies uh, knowing what to do knowing what you're prepping for you know are you prepping for the hurricane and the blizzard and and knowing what you would do in those situations and and if something along those lines came up so preparedness costs time and effort and I think a lot of the times people don't want to put that in there uh, we like the easy things we like the the easy route if I can buy a book and put it on my shelf I think you know hey I feel a little bit better prepared instead of really reading that book and getting the knowledge of what that book has to say 
uh, we do a lot of that, you know, with like, hey, I want to, I want to diet. I want to, you know, I, I want the quick and easy diet. I don't want to take the time to change my whole lifestyle to get better, uh, you know, to, to have better health, you know. So along the lines of what preparedness costs, it is going to cost a little bit of money as well. Now, I don't think it's, it has to cost as much as some people think, but it is going to cost some money. Uh, you can get away with looking at, again, when you do your needs assessment and what you truly need, you probably have a lot of the things that you need, but there's going to be some things that you might have to buy. Now, th again, there's people that can, uh, because they don't want to put the time and the effort into it, they throw money at it. And there's a lot of people recently, I mean, there's been articles about people who have uh, celebrities and people who have a lot of money have purchased bunkers and have purchased land and, and different things like that. And, uh, you know, just like, hey, the, the people who have a lot of wealth understand that something's coming, you need to be better prepared. And, and they can throw a lot of money at something and, you know, maybe have their personal helicopters, whatever, fly them to their bunker whenever the poop hits the fan. Uh, a lot of us who uh, don't have that don't have that uh, ability to throw a lot of money at it, but some people might say, "Okay, hey, I don't want to spend the time and effort into uh, building my food storage, so I'm going to buy a lot of food storage, freeze dried food." And and I do believe that that should play a little part in your food storage plan, but I don't think throwing thousands and thousands of dollars to that and not having a pantry. I don't think that's the way to go. Not only that, some of the stuff out there just doesn't taste really good. You know, I was really recently approached by a new uh, a new long-term food storage company, and they sent me out a sample because they're like, "Hey, here's there's a YouTuber out here who's making a lot of money. He's going to make a lot of money, and there you know there's some other things. I'm not going to name the the company or whatever, but." Uh, you know, so I'm like, hey, I, I'm interested. I'm always looking for a good long-term food storage uh, product, but I have to taste it. I can't just recommend it without tasting it. So they sent me out some samples, and man, I, I could not eat it. I could just could not do it. And they sent me different samples of different stuff, and I'm like, I, I cannot, I cannot do it, and I cannot recommend this. So I go back to Legacy Foods, and right now. I mean, it's just very hard to, to get anything. I ordered uh, a sample pack because I was going to do some reviews, and it took a very long time for it to, to come. And so I don't think right now throwing money at something like that would work, but it is going to take some money to get better prepared. And you, you have to be, uh, be ready to do that and be smart about how you do that so you're not wasting a lot of money. And I've talked about that recently, uh, even on promotionals, how at the very beginning, I probably wasted a lot of time and money because I didn't have a plan. So going back to what preparedness costs, it's going to cost you some time and effort and things that everybody can do. I mean, you can, you, you know, you might not have all the money that you need, but you do have time that you could devote to it and you can make some time and you can put a little bit of effort into it and so that you can be better prepared. So with that and thinking about what preparedness costs and if you have thought about this for your own self and maybe you've thought about some examples and some scenarios, I want to ask you this question. Now I'm pulling into the parking lot. I'm about to, to um, 
I'm about to park and uh, turn off my vehicle and go inside for work. But I want to ask you this question. I want to end with this. We know what preparedness costs, time, effort, and money. But what would it cost you to not be prepared? Now think about that for a second. What would it cost you if you were in an emergency situation, if you were in a situation where you could have been prepared, but you didn't prepare, what would that cost you? All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thanks so much for listening to this Prevotional. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.